Welcome to all of you, and welcome to all who are listening on Torani Time and other platforms. Do we believe in self-sacrifice? Must I be a martyr? Subdue myself and what I want to fulfill the divine will, Ratzon Hashem. This is a timely question. In this week's parasha, we have the mitzvah of Yahaftas Hashem Leikecha, dot, 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 bechol nafshecha. Love Hashem with all your life, even if he takes your life. The mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, our ancestors have fulfilled this throughout the ages, paying the ultimate price, giving up their lives for what they believed in. But all of us seem to be living lives of self-sacrifice, No. What Yiddishkeit demands, living a Torahic life, building Torahic families, what we need to pour in, the time, the money, the emotion, the energy, what it takes, and especially in the hyper-energized hubbub of the 21st century to be a from a yid. We can't seem burdened, laden. So perhaps you'll say... Does Judaism require self-sacrifice? Of course. No? You are even surprised that I'm asking the question. But let's think deeper. Let's approach this issue with fresh eyes. And let's study the word generally associated with self-sacrifice, the phraseology and all of its beauty in Lashon HaKodesh. And we will see an entirely different meaning a different, a new sparkle emerging when we approach the phrase Mesiras Nefesh. What does Mesiras Nefesh mean? The word Mesira does not mean to sacrifice. Moser means to transmit, to give towards, as in the phrase Misora, that which is most cherished, our heritage, which we impart to the next generation. Mesiris nefesh means not to give up yourself, but to give yourself forward, to advance yourself, to transmit yourself to something higher. It means to take your otherwise busy mundane life and make it bigger. Expand yourself beyond pettiness. Moser nefesh means giving yourself over to something larger, and thus you become bigger. You become a person who is more loving, grander, dedicated to something higher. All of life must be self-affirming. Only engage in projects which make you feel full as a person, not projects that make you feel less than. Because, you see, true Messias Nefesh is about finding yourself. It's about pushing the limits of what you thought you were capable for you to become bigger. But you will always have that feeling in true Messias Nefesh. This is me becoming bigger because I am pursuing my vision. And let me bring this out from one of the classic passages of Messias Nefesh, but one which is so easily adulterated and misunderstood. But when we study it with fresh eyes, an entirely new picture emerges. We all know 
what it says in Pirkeavis Parak Vav. This is the way of Torah. bread and salt. sleep on the ground. If that's what it takes to learn Torah, to keep Torah, sleep on the ground. Live in Spartan conditions. Many can think that the message is a glorification of pain, and not only that. We are told to be happy in pain because the Mishnah continues citing a pasuk in Tehillah. Ashrecha v'tovlach. Good for you and fortunate if you do so. So it's a glorification of pain. And not only that, we are told to be happy to be in pain. That is never how many understand the Mishnah. But when we develop the Mishnah creatively, but actually in fidelity to the original text, something very different will emerge. Because let's appreciate that pasuk which the Mishnah applies Ashracha v'tovlach. It's a pasuk in the Shir Hamalos in Tehill. And the Shir Hamalos are not at all discussing kachi darker shal Torah and sleeping on the floor. What gives the Mishnah to attach the license to tack on that pasuk, Ashracha v'tovlach, to kachi darker shal Torah? Well, let's study the context of that pasuk, Ashracha v'tovlach. It's a famous pasuk in the Shir Hamalos. It begins... Yegia kapacha kisochal. The labor of your hands you eat. You enjoy what you worked on. Ashracha v'tovlach, fortunate for you and good. It is so apparent what the Mishnah is doing in citing this Pasuk. It is talking about a Pasuk which is in fact talking about hard work. Yegia kapacha, hard work. But it is so clear that we're talking about Yigiyah Kapacha, literally translated as the work of your hands. Work which is you. Work which is an outgrowth of you and your neshama yearnings. Hard work, but work which, hard work which is a labor of love, not a toil of agony as evidenced by the Pasuk calling it additionally, or speaking additionally of Kisochal, you eat it. You bask in the sense of achievement. You eat it, you relish it, because this is an expression of you. It is working hard. It is giving up creature comforts. It is finding the courage to pursue yourself. Avodas Hashem projects meaningful projects that are an expression of you. Well, see, that is Ashrach of Atovlach. That is hard work and achievement for which you can truly feel fortunate and good about yourself. Appreciating that the Mishnah is citing this Pasuk as Kachi Shal Torah. You're sleeping on the floor, you're eating bread and salt, not as a Nebuchadnezzar, no Nebuchadnezzar. You are working hard in pursuit of a Torah which is me, a Torah which is an expression of me and my vision of life and my kachas and and my talents. It's an entirely different Mishnah. We don't believe in self-sacrifice at all, I suggest. Only in self-advancement. Self-advancement by becoming bigger through Messias Nefesh, giving myself over to become something larger. You see, in all Messias Nefesh, we become something larger, something bigger. Messias Nefesh is fundamentally 
an endeavor of love, not fear, not negation, not self-contraction, as so evident by the Pusik in our parsha, which commands a Jew to even pay the ultimate price. Love Hashem, even if need be, by giving up your life. When Jewish people did this, it was an expression of love. Love means self, self-expression, deepest passions, deepest neshama callings. When Jews sacrificed their lives, it was with a sense of love. My life is more than my mortality. It is about love. It is about meaning. It is about purpose. It is about connection to Hashem. And hence I dedicate myself and elevate myself to that higher place and that higher calling. I am more than flesh and blood. I am more than a conglomeration of neurons. And the 70, 80, 120 years that I physically can breathe, I am consecrating myself to that higher place from a place of love. And this understanding of what true Messiris Nefesh is, an act of love, an act of self-expression, even when a Jew pays the ultimate price, whispers through a familiar Gemara, if we only hear the whisper, and the whisper of this dialogue in one of the most dramatic scenes in Shas. This is the story of Rabbi Akiva's final moments. Rabbi Akiva had defied the Roman edict, the Roman edict which outlawed teaching Torah. Rabbi Akiva was tragically sentenced to die. And the Gemara tells us how in the final moment, before he was so hideously tortured by the Romans, it tells us, he was accepting upon himself the yoke of heaven and reading the, by reading the Shema. And it says his Talmudim asked him, Rabbi Nuad Khan, Rebbe, must a person really go to this extent? Let's understand what his Talmudim were asking him. What do they mean? What is their question? Do you really need to go to this extent? Did they not want him to read the Shema? Rabbi Akiva had already committed the illicit act, the illegal act of teaching Torah. He was... Beyond the point of no return. He was already sentenced to die anyway. So should he not die like an Erlachayid, like a devout Jew with Shema on his lips? What did they want him to do? What is the question, Rabbeinu Adka? But let's understand, they are approaching Messiris Nefesh through the classical perspective. That when one gives up their life, it is so painful. They are a martyr, right? And when they see Rabbi Akiva saying the Shema, wholeheartedly embracing the situation with no inner turmoil, no sense of remorse, no sense of inner tension. They are baffled. They are shocked. How could a person do this? Does the Torah really make you do this? Does the Torah make you so give up self? That you no longer have any self-regard at all. That when you give up your life, not only do you do it, you're actually happy about it. But Rabbi Akiva answers them. You and I are approaching this from entirely different perspectives. He says what? He says, 
My entire life I was pained by this Pasuk and Kriyashma in this week's parsha. Love Hashem with all your life. And I yearned, I longed, I pined. When will I fulfill it? Rabbi Akiva says, I don't see myself as a martyr. This is an opportunity. I always yearn to do this. You and I have fundamentally different assumptions. You're asking me, how could I do it? How could I do it? This is me. This is my life priming, my life call, my life's calling. I love Hashem. I love love. I love meaning. I love purpose. All associations we have with Hashem. To not do it would be unthinkable. This is me. What inner turmoil is this? You and I have fundamentally different perspectives of what Messiris Nefesh is all about. I am pursuing love, I am pursuing vision, I am pursuing self now, no less than my entire life. This is the apogee of selfhood and self-fulfillment, self-actualization. Well, my friends, Baruch Hashem, most of us do not need to express Mesiris Nefesh in the way we die. But all of us must do so in the way we live. Indeed, as we begin... Torah living, building Torah families in the 21st century in all of its high intensity requires Messiris Nefesh. But it ought never be the Messiris Nefesh which, or the adulterated misconception of self-sacrifice which leaves you feeling haggard and lowly, nebesh, laden. Think of on Sukkot's Hoshana Rapa when we beat the Aravos. Geklapte Hoshanas, as they say in Yiddish. And some people strike me as Geklapte Hoshanas. They're all beat up and haggard. Oh, Schwert design a Yiddish, but they're living a formal life. That, that's a corruption. That's horrible. That's a Chil Hashem. If you're really finding self in Yiddishkeit, you have the courage to pursue an individual path, even if it's different than the conventional. Right? If you overcome this conformist, if you unshackle yourself from conformity to find self in Yiddishkeit? Well, suddenly it's a mysterious nefesh of working hard for Yagiyah Kapecha, the work of your hand, self, and you relish it, ki sochal. May we all be zocha, may we all merit to rise to this highest aspiration of Messiris Nefesh, the Messiris Nefesh of love, the Messiris Nefesh of self-advancement, self-fulfillment, self-actualization, that is the vision of Yiddishkeit. Only pursue engagements in life which are self-affirming. Avoid and askew people who make you feel nebuch. Avoid projects which make you feel nebuchadnezzar, demeaned. People who make you feel demeaned. All of Yiddishkeit is self-affirming. That is the true meaning of Messiah's Nefesh.